We're goofy. We're a goofy species. Very. Right? I, like some of the shit that we do is just like, isn't necessary. Just, just reinstate them. Like I, yeah. I don't like with with Alex Jones. I don't listen to him one way or the other. Like I, you know, I've heard him on Rogan a few times, and I, I got a headache. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not into conspiracy theories. The shit is obnoxious mm-hmm. because it, it gets to this point where it's like you you hear people, like at least with Alex Jones, the things that I have heard, like a lot of that shit was like, oh yeah, he's on to something that mm-hmm. like it's true, and, you know whatever his sources may be. Whereas you hear these other goofballs who aren't you know anyone with any credit just saying nonsense like oh you know hollow earth and you know lizard people and da, da, yeah. da. And it's like well you know it's like don't listen to the news it's like well where are you getting your info well i'm getting my news from these people it's like well what makes them credible versus somebody else mm-hmm. and it, then it just becomes this big headache where i'm like i like to look at shit that's funny yeah so if you say some shit like show me a picture of brock lesnar's daughter you know, <laughs> you know, that's funny did, to me. Did you, you send know, me that or did someone else send me that? I saw that this weekend. I just don't remember who sent it. I don't know. It, it, it might have been in our. It might have been you. It might have been uh, somebody else in our in our yeah. other chat. And I was like, that, I, I didn't get it at first, but dude, it was a crazy fucking weekend. Uh, speaking of which, we'll just go ahead and I'll get, I'll get rolling here for a second because, well, uh, crazy crazy weekend uh actually crazy last couple weeks since since we've been we've been doing the thing um so i don't remember if i mentioned this last time i think the last time we did a thing my mom had just gone in the hospital possibly and so she got out after like a day or two uh she had she has she has uh seizures now so that's fun uh but then immediately after my dad goes in the hospital because uh, he collapsed out in the driveway um and he's been in the hospital now since last Friday. Actually, uh, today, technically, he's getting out of the hospital, but he's going into a uh, facility because he has a severe infection, like a severe blood infection. Somehow he got some type of um, staph infection in, in his blood. Uh, so they oh, have, he has wow. to have he has to, has to have IV antibiotics every eight hours to fight this shit. And it's got to be for like a fucking month. And my mom can't do it because, well, now she's an epileptic. So she's like, you know, it's like, what happens if she's having seizures in the middle of trying to give him his fucking medication? You know, and he had to have like a pick line installed, all this crazy shit. My dad's 90. And he shouldn't be going through this shit, which will, which will be part of the conversation we're going to have here in a little bit. But uh, also, like... Uh, I got in trouble with the wifey yesterday because, um, you know, that happens, right? Every now and then you, you say the wrong thing and, and they get angry like they do. Um, so, oh, uh, catching up there, the wifey now is no longer in a cast. She is just in a boot. Um, and she's not very good about wearing it when she's supposed to. But uh, I've, I've yelled at her enough about that at the moment. But uh, yesterday... <laughs> So since she's been in the cast and everything, it was easier for her to sit in the recliner than to get to the couch. Just a little bit easier to maneuver, right? A little bit easier to get up. And so she's been in the in the chair for a while. And our furniture is not the not the most expensive and not the cheapest, but um, not great quality. So our couch is actually breaking 
I've actually had to do some physical repairs on it to restore it to some form of rigidity in the center. And uh, it's, and I made a comment. I said, hey, baby, I think it's about time since you're no longer in a cast. You no longer have to use a scooter. You can probably get back on the couch. And she said, why? I was like, because I don't want the chair to break the same way the couch broke. Hmm. Okay. Now, I now, see where that's going. So, yes. Uh, so it was taken exactly as it sounds um, as a commentary on her weight. However, it's not so much about her weight. So much as how she sits. She has a bad habit, and and I see people do this, where they don't brace themselves as they go to sit down. They just flop down onto said furniture. And and when it's a recliner, and it's a built-in recliner couch and all that kind of stuff, you don't have the framework you have on a normal couch. And I've seen a straight-up normal couch literally collapse under the weight of a 400-pound dude. Just falling onto it and sitting down and literally split the thing in half. So, like I said, you know, like I said, I brought it up and uh, I was yelled at and there was screaming, there was slamming of doors, there was throwing of things. Um, so, I mean, my point still stands that, you know, I at least want some of our furniture to survive because with everything else going on, we can't afford a whole new living room set. We could barely afford the living room set that we bought four, five years ago, you know? So um, she's still a little bit mad about that, but I do admit that, you know, that that did not come out. You know, my concern is warranted. However, it was not the thing she needed to hear at the moment, and I admit that. So um, I bought her two Dr. Peppers earlier to to try to satiate her. Um, We'll see what happens later because I've got men's group tonight, so uh, I, I won't be able to talk to her a whole lot tonight. So she'll just be able to sit and fume while I'm not here. Sometimes that's that's sometimes it's not the worst thing because even though it may seem like they could sit there and fume and get even madder, uh-huh. or if if you know they're within reason, they understand because we had a similar issue here too with how our couch is sat upon, mm-hmm. and that that's a conversation that we also had here. It's like, hey man, so you know you don't have to flop, you yeah. don't have to fall in, into the so- couch. Just, just seat, and then yeah, sit. yeah, and then also sometimes it's how you get up too can be can be crazy because she'll she push back whenever she stands up like you know both hands and everything and it'll shove the couch or in this case the the chair back. I had to keep moving it forward like ten inches like a day like at most. There was one day I was like, how in the fuck did you get it so far from where you started? Sort of got it. it was two feet further back than it was when she first sat down. And so I pushed it back forward because, I mean, it's an easy gauge. There's a carpet. It's like if it's on the edge of the carpet, you can tell where it is. If it's two feet from the fucking carpet, something's going on. So it's both a combination of how she gets up, how she sits down, and how she shuts the recliner. Because depending on how you're sitting on it, it can be difficult to get the stupid thing to shut. And so she'll sit there and slam it, slam it, slam it, slam it. And like... And so it's every time she does that, it's scooching back a little bit more every time. I was like, baby. She's like, it's hard to shut with one foot. And then I literally just go, dunk, and I just shut. So I've been sitting in her spot because that way, you know, we're, I'm sitting directly in front of the TV. Now she's off to the side because she's always managed to get the premium seat in the house. 
I don't know how that happened, but she manages to get that. So one way or the other, I'm usually off to one side. Now, my side of the couch is worn out, but in a different way. Mine is worn the way I sit uh, off to one side, so one edge of it is more divoted than the other and kind of pulled away from the, the fabric and stuff. But it's not collapsing in on that stuff. Yeah. So apparently we all sit the same. <laughs> it's like we have similar sitting. You probably walk in, see our couch, and go, I get it. <laughs> like, just, just look at it and go, I see what's happening here. <laughs> this looks familiar. And then you pick the other spot because you're like, I'm not sitting there. <laughs> like, sure this common. That's that's actually funny. It's a very common problem, I guess. So, but yeah, that's that's how I got my ass and chewed out yesterday. So I literally retreated. Normally, normally I don't. I'll sit there and whatever. I was about to pull up the newest episodes of Doctor Who. Um, the, the 60th anniversary specials. And, uh, I said, no, probably a good idea for me not to be sitting in the living room with her. So I, I retreated to the bedroom to watch those things on my phone instead. And then eventually she came to bed early and didn't like say a word to me until like, I don't know, like nine 30 or something like that. It, it took a while. And that was, those weren't very pleasant words when they were uttered. So, and then this morning she got mad at me for making her breakfast. She's like, why are you making me breakfast? I was like, I didn't ask for food. I was like, because you're hungry? <laughs> I was like, you don't have to say it. I was like, I know I'm going to make you breakfast before you go to work. Shut up and eat. You know? But if you did make breakfast, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, I mean, either way. I mean, like, if it saves her having to stop and get food or whatever on the way to work, it is what it is. You know, it's, it's freaking waffles. It's not like I'm going out of my way. You know, and then I had to work today, which is unusual and normally off. But I think I think my boss said something about Saturdays being weird for like the next couple of weeks till Christmas. He said something the other day and was like, I don't know what that has to do with me, but OK. And he's like, hey, do you want to go do this today? And, you know, I know normally you're off. And I'm like, that sounds like it sucks ass, but it's definitely better than the stuff you've been giving me to, to do. Because um, he understood that my back has been fucked up. So, um uh, I, I think I have a, um, a, a, what's the word I'm looking for here? I was going to say solution, but that's not the truth. I think I have some explanation for what's going on with my back. Like, I legit have a back injury. Like, I, I definitely have some pinched nerves in my back. I definitely have two lightly twisted vertebrae. That's, that's, that's a given. But the pain I've been in, in the last few weeks, uh, seems to have managed to alleviate itself after I discovered one important thing. I was incredibly full of shit. <laughs> that can do it. Like, it's so much to the point that when I went to the GI doctor the other day, I asked him, I was like, is it possible to be literally so backed up that it could press on spinal nerves? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, that explains a fuckload. <laughs> I was like, I was like, so it's almost like I have a weird cyclical problem. It's like I have a spinal nerve that slows down my digestive tract when it gets pinched. Then my digestive tract gets built up, and then it starts pushing on that nerve again, causing pain. So I spent the better part of a few days um, cleaning myself out, um, and I feel surprisingly less pain. Of course, I have blown through all the toilet paper in the house, but you know, there's there's that problem, you know. Not a problem you you share. Can't relate. No, I, I I can I can honestly say I've never been more jealous of somebody with a colostomy bag than I have in the last few days. Once I have understood yeah, my I mean, current problem, 
Uh, I don't know. There, there's envy on this side sometimes. It was like, man, like you get a quiet, like you, you get like quiet time. I don't yeah. get that. I have to go and like actually hide in the house, like climb in the attic and just like pretend that I'm not there. Make yeah. noise. They think it's a fucking mouse. And they're like, oh, don't go up there. Yeah, no. That is that. Is, yeah, you, that's a good point. You don't have anywhere to escape to for twenty, thirty minutes. Like, like I mean, I'm not escaping any children or anything. Um, uh, but you do lack that. That's so the main that, escape. Yeah, <laughs> must get away from Sophie. Uh, all the questions, constantly the questions. <laughs> I saw it on your face when I said that. It's like she just never stops asking shit. <laughs> I mean, it's because of the ages. Like, I get it, but there are times where I just want, like, yo, are you fucking stupid? But it's like, well, no, she's not stupid. It's just she's seven and she's like, <laughs> got questions about the world. Like, that's how they get unstupid. But in my mind, it's like, yo, shut the fuck up, yo. Quit asking questions. Yeah. Like, it's a good thing she's cute. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, dude, trust me. If she was like, if she was a fucking ugly kid, I would have left her at the fucking fire station years ago. <laughs> I mean, well, you know, you know a guy. You know a guy. I asked about it once. I was like, "Hey, like, is that really a thing?" It was like, "It's like, well, it hasn't been a thing around here, but I'm sure it can be done." I was like, eh. "Yeah, <laughs> not not that I'm going to do it." Look, but, better that yeah. than any dumpster. Look, let's just be honest here. Better True. that. Better, True. yeah. Uh, so that that is <laughs> not every state has it either, but Texas does. I know for sure. Um, so, um, either way, guys, welcome back to the Now You Made It Awkward podcast, episode 77. It's been a couple weeks. Apologies, as I was uh, relaying earlier, it's been pretty chaotic around here. Um, between doctor's appointments, um, things just going nuts with my parents, and work being completely random right now. Um, I just, I haven't even had time to record an actual video worth a damn. Like, I've got stuff just sitting over here, like, for weeks on end now. I think I even mentioned it before. I've just got weeks and weeks of fucking stuff piled up and now i got like a pile of loot going on at at fucking bbts that i need to ship uh because i need to get my uh my new christmas black series figures in so i could build up a little christmas diorama to annoy the wife um <laughs> so of course i am shoki you can follow me at all the shoki related links down below and of course with me today is dante what's up y'all yeah, it's coming to visit me again because he's my only reliable co-host at this particular notion. Um, and, of course, thanks to you, last time I hit 10,000 subscribers and then immediately lost the same amount that you gave me. <laughs> well, you know what? They probably, like, confirmed, like, whoa, that was quick. What the fuck? Yeah. It's all, come like, from a similar IP address. Yeah. Oh, it's all the same IP address. Fuck. It might have been. It might have been that. But then I gained it back. So I hit 10,000 subscribers twice in the same week. So not a lot of people could probably say that. And I think I'm still hovering at exactly 10,000. Like I hit 10,001 for like a day. And then it went away. But that's okay. So I'm still still hovering there. It, it felt good to get that weird little milestone. It means nothing in YouTube days. But, you know, especially considering I'm not really doing a whole lot of content at the moment. I mean, I've had over 10,000 subscribers, technically speaking, with all my channels combined. But it's just like, you know, it's like Captain Planet up in here. It's like, with these powers combined, I have 10,000 subscribers. Actually, that I think that's the same. That's the right amount of. Yeah, that might be the right amount of syllables. Um, either way, Captain Planet is something that has not returned. And I'm kind of glad it hasn't because I feel like they would fuck it up big time now. I don't. I think I, I think the off 
not off the so you like horror episode that's coming up this weekend uh-huh. um we were talking about captain planet i don't know how we got to captain planet i think we we're talking about tubi ah we were talking about something and captain planet came up and i was like were captain planets there and phil or t- someone said yeah and i was like i'm jerking off to that tonight <laughs> and sarah just looks at me like what the fuck it's like, yeah. and no, it's not going to get edited out because it's it's an in person episode, and those they don't get edited. <laughs> so, hey, Captain Planet, the the lightest skin Whoopi Goldberg's ever been. <laughs> hey, but she was, I don't know, you know that 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 Russian chick was kind of doing it. For, I think she was Russian, the blonde chick, like uh, she was Russian with the fucking bullshit Russian accent. Yeah. I don't know. She was doing it for me, oh, but I, I was a little kid. I forgot her fucking name. It's not my 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 mind says Blanca, but that's not right. It's something like Slatwana. that. It's something like Blanca. I don't remember now, but I know it was like Wheeler was the the fucking American dude with the fire. Yeah, the, the Mati, yeah, Mati, uh, Kwame. Uh, oh yeah, they had an Asian Asian chick, right? Yes, uh, of course from China, but I forgot her name off the top of my head now. Of course, I forget the women. You know, it just sounds so bad. We forgot the women's name, except for Gaia. Gaia was easier to remember. Spirit of the Earth. Um, yeah. Shit, that's a, name it now. I got, now I gotta go fucking look. Maybe it started with an R. Maybe it was like Rinka. Yeah, or Linka. I'm on it right now. You got it. Uh, let's see here. So there's Gaia. Yes. You guys aren't making this easy. No. <clears throat> fucking dumb okay Linka I did say for. I was I right I said Linka I said Linka a minute ago Gi you feel like that would have been an easy one so it was Gi was the Chinese chick Linka yeah Gaia Gi yeah, yeah. Yep, seems, that was easy enough. seems about right yep. <laughs> Kwame Kwame was LeVar Burton how did I not realize this yeah yep. yeah no shit like, seriously really? how did I not know that in all those years hmm Wow, that seems like super easy to have picked up, but no. So that means we had a couple different people from uh, Star Trek up in there. Okay. Captain Pollution. That's so funny. In the list of characters, Captain Pollution is the first character that came up. It's like, that seems odd. Why wouldn't you start with, I don't know, the titular <laughs> character? But, dude, I always loved the names. Yeah. The The names on the show were the best. <clears throat> Fucking Luton Plunder, Verminous Scum, Duke Nukem. Like this is fucking great, Doctor Blight. Who I'm, I'm sorry, she had some shit going on. I know, like half her face was scarred, but fucking skin tight. Dead, fucking. Dead. No. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was always a fan of Doctor Blight. I, yeah. I think it might have been just the name. It just seemed the name seemed cool to me. I was like, oh, you seem fucked up. And that was Meg Ryan. Yeah. Seriously though, like, how do we not know these things? I guess when we were kids, who would have known? Okay, weird, weird random well, yeah, tangent at the beginning here. Um, ugh, my nose is jerking off to it. Yep, yep. Now don't jerk, don't jerk <laughs> off to Don Cheadle, Captain Planet. That's a different thing entirely. If you're doing that, you got a problem. No, not at all. That's that's causing nightmares, but laughter yeah. is at the same time. So I think it would be it would have to be like Captain Climate if it came back now, and like you'd have to have like Greta mm-hmm. in there. Greta would have to be one of them for sure. So an autistic, yeah, yeah, autistic Swedish, Swedish girl, kid. yeah, autistic Swedish girl. Uh, you definitely have to get at least several South Americans to probably do the one job of Mati. Um, now remember he had a little monkey uh, sidekick um, as well. Yeah, I don't know if you can have a monkey sidekick anymore. No, um, not like that. But I mean, no, they're all extinct. That's the problem. Probably get, 
they'll probably get some kid that worked in like uh, some sort of fucking mines in Africa or something. I don't know. Mm. Like, because I, I don't know where Kwame was from, but you know, somewhere in Africa, he, he seemed pretty. That one would think, but I don't know. He, he didn't feel that way. You know, it was like you seem kind of Americanized, homie. You no, I mean, no, because he had like the bracelets and the necklaces and stuff, and like they literally picked him up like out of the savannah. You know, with the with all the my cousins with all the animals, yeah. But I mean, like that was with like all the animals that don't clearly don't exist in that actual environment. It looks like he's really at like a zoo. (laughs) Like just picked him up out of the Detroit Zoo. Is that what happened? Exactly. Oh, like oh, just make it look like he's in Africa. No, that is downtown Detroit. (laughs) (laughs) That see, White Castles is right there in the corner. Oh no, Tiger Stadium. I mean, you definitely, you would definitely have to have someone from uh, Palestine, one hundred percent. Especially if it's made now. Of course, you couldn't have. You could have a Russian, but yeah, more course. likely it'd be Ukrainian. Um, and you yeah. probably have Korean, not Chinese, maybe Japanese if you're gonna go there. But I don't know. It, it would not be the same by any means, and they would be fighting all white people, uh, and especially yeah, Americans, yeah, especially Americans. Um, you might you might get a Fili- you know Filipino in there, uh, represent the Asians, maybe, but and Mexicans. Know. Yeah, literally, <laughs> you said it, not me. Um, look, even Filipinos admit they're the Mexico of Asia. They they admit it. All the Filipinos mm-hmm. I know, they admit it. They like it. It is. It do yeah. be like that though. Um, especially the naming scheme. I mean, they're, they're all Spanish names. It's like what's the Asian. Fuck? And I see an Asian dude with the last name Flores. I'm like, I'm so baffled right now. Yeah. Why are you Juan Ricardo? <laughs> Juan Ricardo, but you're definitely from Asia. No, that no, that's a fact. I have a friend. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like his friend, they call him Jr. And I didn't know for years. And then you know, I heard his mom JR. call him Juan Ricardo. I was like, Yo, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> I was like, aren't you that's, Filipino? Yep. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Uh, and of course, guys, you can go follow Dante at all of his uh, many podcasts, such as Colompton Off the Mats, and so you like horror. I'm behind on all of those things, but I need to get back into. So you, am I. Yeah, well, I know you are, but you do it. You know, it's easy for you to be behind. But like, I just got caught up on Nerd Rage. I'm finally on the most current Nerd Rage. Um, so I mean that you know, because I've been watching a whole lot of other podcasts and stuff like that at work. Mostly like comedy related things because life is so fucking grim now. It's like I want to laugh at more things. And last week's episode of Kill Tony was, <clears throat> except for one person, was probably the funniest one I've ever seen. So I laughed way too hard watching Kill Tony last week. Um, I have not got a chance to watch this week's yet. Do that tomorrow at work. So if you like comedy, if you like comedy and you like people picking on each other, by all means, go watch Kill Tony. It's, it's a combination of stand up and roasting at the same time. Uh, actually, uh, you sent me a Kill Tony clip. Uh, I forgot who would, or who or what it was, but yeah, you sent one yeah, a while back, and I, I was like, I, "Yeah, I remember sending it." Yeah, and I'd seen that episode, so I was like, "I know this shit." It's like I recognize that stage. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, "Oh, I know this." Yeah, but I, I hadn't seen that specific one. Yeah, now I gotta scroll back. God damn, we meme way too much. Oh, that chick. That's right. Well, okay. That's what it was. I remember her now. That's the thing. It's like when I'm sitting around, I'm like going through to do my regular post. 
yeah which i think i'm behind right now like i, I get distracted because i'll see other shit i'm like well i'm not gonna put this on my regular post because it doesn't fit right now mm-hmm. but i gotta send this to people yeah so yeah. it's like i have like six people that i send different memes to so like either i'll send everybody to the group ones or there are some of you that just get certain ones because it's like okay this person is in for this one yeah but that person can't have this one because <laughs> i know that's gonna cause some shit yeah i do the same you know, thing like if i send some trans shit if i send a trans you know one out i know two specific people that they'll, mm-hmm. they'll jump on me i'm like okay relax lady or guy whichever one you are today and because i have a friend they I, I, they're not trans they're just i guess non-binary. they're non-binary they're fluid. Yeah. i don't know what the fuck but you know they they do weird shit and i'm like okay i can't fuck with you with these jokes but I can fuck with you with some other jokes. Yeah. But, you know, I can't fuck around with, like, the gender jokes because yeah. they get super emotional. I'm like, when are you going to understand that? I'm not trying to be hurtful towards you, but also understand that I don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it can exist in the same bubble. Like, yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but also don't care about your feelings either. I like to laugh at goofy shit. Yeah. And that's- sometimes goofy things. There are things that are offensive to me that I find funny because it's like, well, that's fucked up. But it is actually funny. Such <laughs> so, as. It's, it's life. I want I want to know what those things are so I know what to send you. <laughs> no. Oh, I, I have this one chick in Chicago that sends me a lot of fucking horrible stuff. I'm like, I'm not supposed to laugh at this. I yeah. know I'm not supposed to. But yeah, it is kind of funny. Oh, is that is that kind of like that dude that they always show where he's like... <laughs> And the Jesus is like coming up behind him. It's like, no, I shouldn't laugh at this. <laughs> that's, that's, I don't know what that's from. I don't know where, where that particular meme came from, but it's hilarious. And it works every time. Especially oh, yeah. when it's like midgets. As soon as I see something things. fucked up, I know it's coming. Yeah. As soon as, especially when oh, it's midgets, yeah. midget memes are the best. And you send me enough of those to, to keep me in business. Um, Dude, I'm terrified of, of like legitimately like stressed out by them. Like when I worked at a, I won't say which job. Yeah, I worked at a specific job. job in a warehouse, and the, the, like they hired a bunch of temps to come in, and one of them was a little person. Yeah, and it became a question in my mind of, you know, they can't particularly do this job, and I know the idea was like, well, you got to hire them because if you don't, it's discrimination. It's like, well, no, they can't. They literally can't do the fucking job. They yeah. can't reach the goddamn things on the fucking third shelf. Yep. There are six shelves and they can't reach the third one. You like, come on, son. You gotta understand life. And and I remember when I first fucking saw her, I yeah. left for the day. Oh, was it her? Like my manager, yeah. Like actually those are the ones that are like they stress me out the most because like like little people porn. Like I hate that shit. Like when I stumble upon it, I get really, really stressed out and then I can't fucking finish jerking off. I can't. I can't say. So, I can't say that I I've stumbled upon little people porn, um, but I've definitely not gone looking for it either. Because um, well, I'm, I'm not much. Sure don't look for it. Like I will not Google spinners. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like I shouldn't either now. Yeah. So I'll, I, I'll steer away from it. That was a that was a good but joke. I'm in, curious. Go yeah, on. that was that was a good joke in house. When they had a little person, a little person episode, and he made a spinner joke, and she's like, mm. <laughs> "God, I love that show. I love that fucking show." House, he may not have been the best medical show, but it's definitely a great medical drama comedy. You know, it's not classified as a comedy. No, it but it's fucking hilarious. 
<laughs> it's like whoever wrote for that shit was just fantastic. Um, yeah. So uh, I only have a couple things I want to talk about real quick, and uh, then I'll let you uh, talk about stuff you've done in the last couple weeks since we talked. But I do have a hefty topic I want to get into based around shit that's been going on. But uh, only only a couple things to mention. Uh, that there's been so much going on, but I just want to mention these things because it's like most recent or most important. Um, I'm obsessed with Spider-Man on the PlayStation. Um, I've been playing it like almost every spare moment, so I can claim that I don't have time to film videos and stuff. But no, it's just I'm playing fucking Spider-Man like seven hours a day. Um, it's fucking nuts, dude. It's like just endless side missions per fucking chunks of the city, dude. I will say this. <laughs> Not even a mission or anything else like that, but I said, let's go see how realistically they actually mapped out New York. So I looked up the actual address and intersection of the Ghostbusters firehouse, and I went and fucking found it. It took me 25 fucking minutes to fucking find it, because some of the streets have to be merged because there's just not enough room to legit have every street, but it has like every major street and intersection. I found the fucking Ghostbusters firehouse in fucking Spider-Man. I was like... This is awesome. They actually included it. I was like, it's it's actually fairly realistically remade New York. Although you can tell when some buildings are clearly fucking repeating, you know that kind of shit. But um, it's a lot of fun. Uh, but I'm in the <laughs> I'm in the tail end of the the main game, and then of course with the remaster, it includes all the DLC and shit. I caught that shit on Black Friday. I got that and Miles Morales for fifty percent off. I was like, fuck yes. So eventually, nice. I'll get to fucking Miles Morales. Um, and then hopefully by the time I'm done with that one, Spider-Man 2 will be on sale. I can fucking play that a year after the fact. Um, but it's a fun game. I, I enjoy it. Um, but I'm not I'm not necessarily the best at it because there's some shit that should seem easy. And I get my ass handed to me sometimes. I'm just like, I bet I'm not doing combos right or I'm fat fingering this shit or my goddamn triggers are dirty or something. I just not fucking figuring out the shit I'm trying to input. Cause that's the most annoying shit ever when you're playing a game that you have to use every fucking button and the two main ones you need are just yeah. like not working right. I'm like, God damn it. So it could be the controller's fucking filthy and I need to clean the shit. But um so I've been doing that every waking moment. Um but I did we we, I should say I did not watch this, but we watched uh the prequel to the Marvels. Um and I don't mean Miss Marvel and I don't mean Captain Marvel and I don't mean uh WandaVision. I mean lessons in chemistry. Because uh, if you watch the Apple Plus uh, series, Lessons in Chemistry, starring Brie Larson, it is all, like, early fucking, like, Captain Marvel acting. Like, she's fucking, like, wooden and fucking shows no emotion or anything else like that. But that is the character she's playing. I was like, is she ever going to get to play, like, a lively character again? Because, holy shit, she's been typecast as, like, bitch. Like, it's fucking nuts. Um, But pretty good series i mean she also takes the role too she doesn't have to take the role look yes okay <laughs> I, i've still have not seen the marvels yet and it's no longer in theater so i'm gonna have to wait till it pops up on streaming here in about i would guess about two weeks if i if i had to guess given the normal time constraints uh, they they when it come out november 10th yeah so it'd be so 40, 45 days looking at I don't think they're doing 45 days anymore. They're going to do like 32 There days. are a couple of them that went beyond that. They, they've been going beyond. You, you think they so, would put it out faster but, considering it's complete failure? Yeah. I mean, Thor's a complete failure, and it, it took a long time, too. Did um, 
It seemed like you could get it. Yeah. But it was also in theater for a yeah. while. It's, it or, felt like the Marvels were not in the theaters for a while. It, feel, it feels like that was in and out in like three weeks. And they're just like, nope. Because like, they weren't even meeting mm-hmm. projections. So what did they make? Only like 78 million domestically or something like that? It's pretty fucking sad. Um, dude. I mean, it, again, I think that that's one of those things, again, where it's like the the well unfortunately they couldn't really promote but i don't think promoting it would have really done it any help but i do think a lot of it is just shitty people saying it's a bad movie but those shitty people haven't seen the movie yeah it's just like it's a bad movie and then dummies are like you're right it is and it's like and then all the people went see it's like actually it's it's not not terrible yeah it's it's not great but no yeah Yeah, if you go in, and in, in, I know we, we talk about it here, you know, going in with no expectations yeah. and no, especially if you have negative expectations, you're not going to leave on a good note. It's like if you're going expecting to hate it because everyone told you it fucking blows, you're not going to give it a fair fucking shake. But I think also, again, too, like I said, a lot of people who are saying it sucked didn't see it. Yeah. And that's their, their justification is like, well, I'm not going to see it because as well as like, mm. your opinion doesn't count but i think also what's helping it though is that people are saying it's shitty so when we do go see it it's like i expected so much worse i my my expectations were below bad yeah and it actually turned out to be just above bad so it exceeded it exceeded expectations in that case so i prefer to try to go in neutral i mean i already knew the movie had a lot of hate you know but i was going to give it a fair shake and when it comes on a streaming i'll watch it you know knowing that it, it was a failure but not necessarily because of itself i mean like so many other movies failed this year it's, it's kind of sad it's almost like the oscars need to have a new category for lowest earners uh for biggest budgets uh this yeah. year and see that'd be a fun race when you got movies like five nights at freddy's going out there and making 200 million fucking dollars you know and and shit like that or uh sound of freedom making you know close to the same 150 200 million dollars worldwide but like and then you see a 200 million dollar movie that can't even gross 100 million um, however, uh, even though the Marvels was out of theaters, the movie I did go see that I was actually really impressed by Godzilla minus one, um, dude, like if you're a Godzilla fan, you have to go see this fucking movie. Even if you're like just marginally a Godzilla fan, it's a good fucking movie. Like, like the Godzilla action, it is what it is. They, they go back to kind of the idea that it's kind of a force of nature situation. Like, it's not like the legendary version where it's like, ooh, giant monsters fighting the whole time. No, it's like it's just Godzilla coming up out of the ocean looking for fucking vengeance because he was annoyed that someone nuked him. Because um, in, in that universe, he, he actually exists. Like, the Godzilla is like basically a, a long-lost dinosaur situation. We're going all the way back to the Godzilla-saurus fucking days. Um, and the cool thing is, like, they don't waste time getting to Godzilla. He's literally in the first fucking fifteen minutes of the movie. It's crazy. As I, as I need, I, yeah. I don't need a build up. I'm just, just start it off. Get me into it in five minutes, and let's run that story. <laughs> Sorry, Sean just sent me a fucking ridiculous picture. Um. But uh, the movie actually, like, there, I fell asleep. I never fall asleep in the theater. I know that's, like, literally your Thursdays. But um, it, but for me, it's like, if I paid money, I'm going to fucking stay awake. If I'm at home, sure, I'll pass out on the couch and fucking pause it and go back, right? But, like, I fell asleep through the slow parts of the movie. It was, like, after the second major event of the movie. is like, there was a weird lull, like, right after that before it went into the third act. 
And like, I just fucking conked out for probably like 10 minutes. I was like, well, I mean, I fell asleep at like, and it was, to be fair, it was like the slow, boring part where they're talking about the plan of what to do. So I was like, so it was kind of a surprise to me when I woke up and I got to see them doing the plan. So I was like, hey, I didn't know what they were actually going to do. Cool. But but I also missed out on the reunion of a couple characters. I was like, oh, okay. I see what's going on here now. But uh, I thought it was cool, and I like how, you know, it's set in the fucking 40s, so it's not like we have gigantic weaponry to go with. You know, Japan's only just trying to rebuild at all from World War II, so they ain't got shit. Like, even their warships have, have been ordered to be decommissioned because they weren't allowed to have an army and shit like that at that point, or a navy. Um, and, like, Godzilla is a legit threat in this fucking movie. And the f- cool thing is, like, he's not attacking some giant metropolis. He's, like, attacking this fucking small town, or, well, small city, I should say. You know, it wasn't straight up, like, it was a chunk of Tokyo, but what's left of, like, this area after the war, after the firebombings, all this stuff. And, like, it's all about loss. It's all about found family. It's all about fucking figuring out who you are when when your purpose is gone or when you don't know what your purpose is supposed to be. Um, it was a good fucking movie, like just in general. And like the final fucking scene, I was tearing up. Like I wasn't straight up crying, but like, I was like, no, you're not going to fucking do it. You're not going to fucking like, like later. And then they said the last words, like, God damn it. I was like, that was it. The last fucking things that was said. I was like, God damn it. I was like, of all things, it was like, it was really good writing, really good character work. So definitely worth seeing. The CG is meh half the time sometimes it's like scary real and the other times it's like eh that looks like fucking playstation graphics you know and if supposedly the budget was lower than reported which is crazy for the amount of shit that was in this movie so there's no the actual budget for the movie is unknown but it's made a lot of money considering it's like limited limited theater release you know even in the u.s so uh either way go see godzilla that was that was definitely uh, fun and alongside, and I love this. In the uh, Monarch show on Apple, they actually had a fucking oh, yeah. mi- minus one reference in the last episode. I was like, nicely done, nicely done. It was like, there's, it's like that makes sense why they had a weird release that one week, so they would time this release to come out when minus one dropped. I was like, that's fucking nice. It's like got Toho and Universal. Doing a little a little collaboration me- method there. I was like, cool. I was like, completely different universes, but they allow it to to cross over. Um, and that show that show is still good. Um, I'm enjoying it. And they give us like new fucking monsters like every other week. So I was like, this is actually kind of fucking cool. And building out a story that we never knew. And it is also setting up for the new Godzilla that's coming. The fucking trailer dropped for, you know, Godzilla X Kong, where uh, Dom comes and joins them in his charger to help them fight the new thing. That's where they cross over with Fast and the Furious. I don't know if I posted that trailer to Nerd or not. Yeah. I know I saw uh, it, but I'm pretty I don't know sure. If I it. I'm pretty sure you did. Um, Dude, I saw it I somewhere. Just it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's got the new pink, the new uh, pinker Godzilla in it. So, um, and people are raging about that. It's like, seriously, this is not even the first time he's been pink. Even the last time he was more purple, this is not even the first time he's been pink. So, shut the fuck up. Learn your Godzilla, fucking noobs. Um, so uh, that's it for me. What you've been, what you've been doing other than potting? Because I know that's the automatic. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, that's been the big thing. It's prepping for, you know, we just finished up the 2023 theme of uh, horror through the decades. Yep. We just wrapped up Phil, Teresa, Sarah, and I, we sat down, did that episode, and then uh, we we set up for 2024. Where I, I don't know if I mentioned it before here officially that it's going to be Cursed Films. Mm-hmm. Um, so... We got about 10 of them that we're going to kind of work through over the time. I actually talked with someone from TikTok who's uh, got a big, big following uh, horror chronicles over there. And I'm excited because, you know, I asked her to come on and she said, yeah, absolutely. I was like, holy shit. I wasn't expecting a yes. So now I'm like, fuck, I actually really need to do like work and and, yeah. and you know make it a, a episode that's worth her time because mm-hmm. she she was like look i want to do the omen or the crow and i was like perfect because those are back-to-back episodes actually nice april and may so uh, i'm gonna try to get her for the omen because the omen the first omen the uh, prequel will be mm. coming out in april oh yeah, yeah so yeah. we're gonna try to do we're gonna try to do that episode and then the crow's 30th anniversary will be may 11th Mm. that's when it dropped back in uh 94 so try to do the crow um in time that uh i think it'll be a couple days before the actual anniversary nice so you know we set up for that uh we've been watching uh fall of the house of usher and i i don't like when like I'm a big Mike Flanagan fan uh, mm-hmm. everything that he's done i've been a fan of i didn't care for Gerald's game so much but whatever. Uh, but most most of his work, I, I've I've been like, dude, love it. And um, I've had people ask me if you know I wanted to do an episode on so you like horror about it. I don't like doing TV series or shows. Yeah. It's just there's a lot to it, and like I I mean I, I'm not opposed to it completely because I'll bullshit my way through it. As I, 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 dude. I bullshit my way through most episodes. Yeah. But with a TV series, it gets a little trickier because they're just details that exist. But we, we haven't watched the final episode just because we're trying to watch it when we can't with Sarah's work schedule. And then also with my recording schedule, because we usually do Clompton on a Friday night, which means Saturday night is when. Sarah and I get to sit down and catch up on movies and TV shows, but there's been recording or UFC events going on on Saturday night. So it's like, okay, we've got to, you know, find a way to get to this. So in the last two episodes that we tried to watch, she fell asleep because she's so exhausted. Yeah. Because with her working nights, you know, Thursday night, she just comes home Friday morning and gets right to, you know, a field trip with the kid or whatever it may be. So by the time nighttime gets here, it's like she's she's passing out because we didn't record Clompton this Friday. So we tried to watch it. She passed out. So we tried to watch again on Saturday. She got through the part that she missed from the night before. Yeah. But she couldn't complete the next episode. So it's like, OK, we, we are finally down to the final episode. And um, I, I, I like it a whole lot because I mean, the, the show, I mean, it's based off of. Edgar Allan Poe's, uh, you know, short story, Fall of the uh, House of Usher. Yeah. But each episode is titled after, you know, one of the short stories or poems. And, you know, as you watch the episode, you you get why it's titled that way. You, you get the connection. Yeah. And then it all kind of ties back up with the final episode being The Raven. 
Oh, you know, being, you know, just that the big one. Yeah. And it, you know, like my, my, you know, already have a theory as to, you know, what's what, Mm -hmm. but, um, it's a good show. And now after having gotten this far through and also listen to the audio, you know, books of it, you know, all, all the stuff, I'm like, you know what, maybe we will do, uh, an episode for it probably in the summer. Just with all the other shit kind of stacked just, up right now. Just review it as a series as a yeah. whole, not like do full on breakdowns. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not going episode by episode. I mean, that, I could do that for next year, but or uh, for 2025. But I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, the, the you know, the moment's gone by that point. Yeah, yeah, of course. But um, and that doesn't mean you can't bring it back. I mean, you know. You, you do Friday the 13th episodes at any point. You can miss Friday the 13th and on an actual calendar, but still come back. Like, Let's do a Friday the 13th episode. It's still going to be fresh. You do a Halloween episode, you know, in August. It'll still work. But um, for me, it's just like, look, I'd rather just, you know, keep it within the share. Even the summer would be a little late for it. But, I mean, if you just do a, like, single episode kind of review of it. Yeah. Versus, like. If I really want to get fucking medieval with it, I'd fucking wait to 2025 or switch my theme up this year and just say, okay, each month we're going to do one episode of, you know, the fall of house of usher and kind of break it down. But and and compared to its actual uh, short story and, you know, run with that, but yeah. ain't no need for all that, but that's a, that's a lot of uh, it, it is, but I, like listening to the story and then watching episodes, it, actually it's not too it wouldn't be too too bad it's just that i've already committed to one thing yeah. and i've already started the preparation and I already got ideas and I already got guests lined up for certain episodes so i was like okay well we're just gonna stick with what we got already mm-hmm. but we will still do a fall fall of the house of usher episode um i know Teresa likes to do goofy shit like let's do a alfred hitchcock episode which is not goofy but i don't particularly want to do a hitchcock episode Like, I respect his work and I enjoy his work. I just don't want to do an episode on his work, like exclusively. We did a Stephen King episode. I, you know, again, I I love his work. It's just, it's like, like if you come to me and you say, "Hey, let's do an episode on this," yeah, I'm very comfortable or or confident in saying, "Okay, you take the lead." Yeah, and I know it's covered. I know you got this. Whereas, like with Teresa, she was like, "Let's do a Stephen King episode." I was like, "Okay." And then when it came time, I was like, all right, what you got? Yeah, yeah. It's it, like, oh. She, she thought you were going to take it on there, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, uh, the, Because I was, I'm so used to doing movie and series reviews, you know, from all my time on YouTube. So it's like, oh, no, I have to do I have to do a thing about a thing. It's like, I brought it up. I better be ready to do my fucking part, you know. Well, exactly. And and that's how I feel. It's like, if I say, hey, Shoki, um, you know, I want to do an episode on Grand Theft Auto 6. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not expecting you to do all the, the heavy lifting there. No. I'm going to come with my stuff. And if you come with your stuff, then it's going to be an episode that's going to, you know, mesh well mm-hmm. versus, you know, again, when we did Stephen King episode, she did have information. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that she wasn't prepared, but she was like going with deep cuts because I think that was her thing is like, let me go with stuff that people haven't really heard of because oh, I yeah. like these things that people haven't really heard of and I want to talk about. I was like, well, that's cool, but yep. 
you know, you got to kind of prepare the audience for that. So you, you got to make sure that audience, because it's not like the, the audience that listens to So You Like Horror is exclusively Stephen King fans. Of course not. Most of them aren't even exclusively horror fans. So, you know, you can't necessarily jump in like that. You know, it'd be it'd be like me saying, like when we did Rubber. Yeah. I You know, I, I got a few comments from people like, yo, dude, I love that movie. You know, it's like, okay, you're going to get your niche crowd. You're going to get your people that are being introduced to it for the first time. You're going to get stuff like that. But, you know, for me to say, okay, let's just consistently do movies and episodes about shit that, you know, not a lot of people know. Yeah. It's, it could become problematic. Um, But also, I do shit for, you know, my enjoyment. (laughs) If, if if the listeners get into it, cool. Yeah, I mean, if So You Like Horror was your weekly podcast, it would make sense to do all that, but it's not. So, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like, so doing doing a lot of work for two episodes a month, yeah, totally makes sense. But, like, doing that much yeah. shit, you'd have to do it weekly to really capitalize on that shit, or more, especially if you're doing a, a series review, I mean, even though it's only eight episodes, that would work as, like, double episodes a week and just knock that bitch out in a month, you know? You know, get yeah. that, get it done, and that way you don't lose any steam on it either. Because I mean, you could be like, okay, we're gonna do one, we're gonna dedicate one episode a month to a house of a house of a usher episode. Wow, that was hard to say for some reason. Could be the tequila. <laughs> um, look, I wanted to drink something, but, so I busted I out mean, some tequila. But like, if this were my only podcast and I were doing it weekly, yeah, mm-hmm. the the format for the show would be a lot different. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it was supposed to only be once per month. Yeah, but then it was just too much. Initially, I was like, well, yeah, there, yeah, it was just there were requests for certain episodes, and then it turned out it was like, I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm getting a lot more content out of this than I was expecting. So let's do two episodes. And then in October, we did one every week. Yeah. And, you know, I was like, let me, let me fall back now. We can go back into November, which I mean, then kind of lend itself to dropping the werewolf episode because it was like, all right, well, I'm actually behind now. Oh, yeah, and I need I, to go back and listen to that. The Long Lost Werewolf episode. Yeah, I, I need to listen to it also because I don't know what was said <laughs> on it. That was a year ago. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like, uh, I, it can't concerned. be that bad. It can't be that bad. But, it's you and Phil, which I mean, I know with no. you and Phil, you are the problem <laughs> when it comes to you and Phil. You don't worry about Phil. You worry about what you said to upset <laughs> Phil. So Phil's the problem because he makes me the problem. Like if no, if he didn't make that's not how that this, works. It's be fine. <laughs> it's not a look no, what you made exactly me do situation. <laughs> that's called abuse. It not is. I've been listening. <laughs> yes, he is abusing me. You're absolutely right. That's not he what I meant. Forced me to say horrible things. Uh, uh, he's like Uno but, reversing but, it, motherfucker. But it it did give me that space to kind of put. The, that episode out there because i was like mm-hmm. once we got to um once we got through november yeah i had spoken with somebody they wanted to do a uh horror comedy episode mm. and talk about those movies yeah. and I, I was like yeah we can absolutely do it but it, we just never reconnected and it was supposed to be december and i was like okay well look we're just going to do the werewolf episode drop that now then i'm going to get the group together and then we're going to do the the uh, wrap up for the decades and then um, I didn't tell them this until everybody showed up. Mm-hmm. Hey, we're going to record uh, episode 50 like right now. Nope. So, you know, we're just going to get that January episode out the way now. Mm-hmm. You know, like, okay. Well, Phil had to leave, unfortunately. Nah. But, um, it, you know, it, it's 
th- that's been kind of the big thing going on now is just um, getting back in that mode for that podcast. I'm prepping for episode 200 for Off the Mats, mm-hmm. which I think I have a plan. Nice. Um, and, and, you know, it, it's nothing extremely unique. It's, it's just people that are important to me for my gym. That's helped me along my journey. I'm going to try to get us together and we're going to record and have a good time. And then Kalompton, I think Steve's wanting to make some changes, but I'm, I'm going to resist just yeah. because like, that's, that's what I do. I, I like the, that, well, cause like he, he changed the name to beer club and it's like, dude, we rarely like we, we review a beer and we talk about sports yeah. like social club seemed to have been the right spot for the name yeah. just because we're reviewing beer and we're talking about a lot of guy stuff. But if we were just strictly talking beer, and I think he wants to drop Kalompton now and just call it, uh, I think he wants to call it the Baltimore Beer Club. I was like, no, I'm not doing that. So that and also it would be called BBC at that point. Yeah, he did say that. Yeah. He was like, but then it might be, you know, the initials be BBC. And I was like, yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I don't know how well that'll go over. Plus, if we call it Baltimore Beer Club and then you hear all the shit I talk about Baltimore on that podcast, I don't mm. know if that's going to go over very well. Yeah. So maybe not. <laughs> like, yeah. Why don't we just stick with what we have? Yeah. But and plus, you change um, the name again means you got to change the logo. It, it's annoying to have to just keep yeah. doing that shit over and over. It's just fucking dumb. Like stick with it like, or start a new show because like people hate when you change formats, well, and, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I've been trying to urge him to start his own show. Yeah. Because like he's got all these other ideals. It's like, well, I don't particularly want to incorporate all of that into Kalompton. I mean, considering that I'm this is the third podcast I'm doing, it's very, very low maintenance. And I deal like I have my board here mm-hmm. with the topics, and yes. then that's all it is. I write I write the topics down and we talk. There's no no real structure to it. We just have a conversation. I don't he wants to record the reviews like video mm-hmm. and put them on TikTok. I was like, well, you can do that separate. Like mm-hmm. that, that you don't have to necessarily, you know, take us in the middle of recording to try to do that. And, and like he's just starting to really get used to the idea of video content and mm-hmm. stuff. And I was like, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but like a lot of those TikTok creators, they're taking hours to make a like minute two minute yeah. you know video like you're trying to get us to do a three minute beer review video in the middle of our podcast i'm not doing that no just, it, it, it'd be better if you, you just know, had the camera set up and you just recorded it live like doing it on purpose is one thing whereas just recording it as you go and yeah. then do a fuckload of editing after the fact because then you gotta have multiple angles and blah 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 which means you need three main angles you him both and then perhaps maybe a beer cam, mm-hmm. which means you need four fucking cameras set up, which you could use GoPros, whoop fucking do cell phones, whatever. It's a lot of fucking work. Not to mention it's a buttload of fucking editing, especially if you've got to do the work. Mm-hmm. If Steve wants to do all that, let Steve yes. do all that. Yes. Because um, even for me, like, um, I just got a thing in the mail today, or not today. Uh, fuck, what day is it even? Any? It's fucking Friday. Saturday. It's fucking Monday. Oh, my God. Uh, Saturday. <laughs> This what happened. I, Friday, I had I one day. Sure I had one. I had one day off because I only had Sunday off. So that's where my brain is fried. So I got I got a uh, the the next step in the evolution of the podcast in uh, from Amazon. I mentioned it a couple weeks ago that they had the same board that Bobby uses 
on sale mm-hmm. on Amazon. I said, they got fucking five payment financing. I'll just fucking do it. It'll be my, it'll be basically my Christmas present to myself. So I do have a soundboard. Haven't been able to do anything with it. It's literally still in the fucking box. But that means that if I want to set up and do a fucking in-person podcast now, it'll be literally easy as fuck compared to the way I was having to do it. Um, which that is the ultimate evolution of the show is to have in, in-person podcasts. I just got to get other co-hosts at some point. Um, so, yeah. Uh, but that's what I want to do. I want to have cameras set up and shit like that. Have more of a more of an on camera situation because you know if we're doing it over the internet. It's one thing. It also saves a little data to not have it. But you know, just for Patreon, which by the way, shout out to the patrons who are watching the unedited version of this. Um, uh, which oh by the way, uh, <laughs> forgot to I didn't mention this. Um, we actually had a Patreon watch night uh, the other night, and we watched the Daily Wire's new movie, Lady Ballers. <laughs> So, um, it was fine. Uh, it, it was funny enough, but it was definitely, I mean, for like a first outing into that territory, I mean, it was, it was basically like a, a 2000s, it was literally like an early 2000s sports, uh, comedy. So, I mean, like funnier things have been made. I mean, the premise is, the premise is great. Um, it had a decent story and for considering almost no one in it was actually actors, they did a pretty good fucking job, um, but it was like some of there were there were some really fucking funny sight gags and stuff like that. Um, the story, you know, the actual storyline is it, you know basic basic uh, retired coach wants to revitalize a career because he's basically Al Bundying this shit, living off of one really good you know effort, and then wants to rekindle that shit. So he decides the best way to do that is to get the old team back together. Except now it's easier for them to play as women so that they can win. So they pretend to be trans to play in women's sports to win. Um, and then yeah, I'm, I'm not sure how Juana man worked out. I, I, think, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it was not to that degree. I think it was, I mean, it was a, a NBA player or a former he, NBA player. Yes. And he dressed in drag Ow. and, and yeah, What's no, I, I I hit my knee on the desk. Like a oh. dumbass, but oh yeah, but I remember Juana man. Yeah, like, I don't think it's yeah. It, but but this took it like to... a lot of. Uh... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I was saying like a lot of like you're talking about the coach. You know, he had you know that one moment. He's like kind of Al Bundy in it. You have a lot of uh, MMA fighters that do that. Mm. They'll get like that one big win. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, and, but most of them just open up a gym. They're like, okay. And, and they open up the gym off the premise of, hey, I beat, you know, so-and-so. I beat this person. Yeah. It's like, you know, was it for the title? No, not at all. But I beat them. Just and they a, won the title. It was a singular, singular match. Yeah. And I beat, them in, I beat them in a non-championship, regular old bullshit match. Not for anything in particular, but that counts, right? Yeah. I mean, like, it, it was funny enough. But like I said, the sight gag was, the sight gags were more the funny part than the actual comedy of it, but they did have comedians involved and some of it was decently funny. It was a pretty well put together movie too. Uh, cause I'm like, it's like decent budget on this. I was like, and, uh, it was just pointing out the absurdity of, of men pretending to be women to get ahead in sports and the just sheer dominance that happens. I mean, they take that to the comedic level too. Like, so not just basketball, it starts in basketball. And then it just said, we can beat them in every sport. And then they're like, we could beat them in wrestling or in, 
baseball or soccer. He said, real sport, motherfucker. No, that, that was a stupid moment. But, like, at one point they did a, what do they call it? It's like a, it's like a seven sport, whatever that is, septap, sept tathlon i think is what it was you know you know like a yeah. like a decathlon is is fucking 10 so seven whatever and yeah. and you could tell they half-assed this stuff to begin with because like one of them was like shot put if anybody's ever seen how shot put is supposed to fucking work in track and field situation they were literally just huh. and this dude he doesn't shot put the fucking thing he literally just chucks it like a fucking baseball like halfway across the field it's like i mean he won but that's not how you do that <laughs> I was like, it's fucking stupid. Um, it, it, they could have got Brock Lesnar's daughter to fill in for that. That would have been good. Oh, they did have a couple of actual athletes in there that uh, that came in to be beat by men in their sport again to kind of drive the the point home. Uh, they had <laughs> they had they had one of them beat Riley Gaines in swimming again. Uh, so I thought that was pretty funny because she's a good sport in that. Um, but like the best actor is actually the fucking uh, the chick who plays the reporter who actually sets them up to do this. And one, she's very attractive. I believe she is a TikToker as well. She's never acted before. This is her first acting role, and she's the most believable right, fucking person. And I'm in. going to go look for her. Yeah, I would pull up her name. Uh, but like she's playing like literally the sleaziest fucking character. Like she talks them into doing this fucking is into S&M and shit like that uh like and, like she tortures the coach and like treats him as her quote unquote boyfriend but like they keep coming back to them like he's all tied up and shit like that like after they just done some shit and then you find out later they literally have not had sex at all it's literally she's just been fucking torturing him <laughs> in a sexual situation and never giving him any i was like that bitch but yeah um if you didn't pull it up, I can find it. I got it right here. Yeah, it's Lady Baller. It being goofy for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple of... Uh, oops. I'll find her here. They want to click on him. Oh, I'm sure that it's also horrible on Rotten Tomatoes. I wonder why. Um, I imagine that it's this chick here. Because it's the... Well, maybe it's this chick. There's a couple cutie pies, but... I think I it know. was... Hold on. I'll find it. Uh, Danielle Considine. 000, no, I'm sorry. Never mind. No, that's that's a different guy. Sorry, my bad. Uh, where is it? Gwen, uh, Billy Ray Brandt, I think. Okay, Gwen Wild. Yes, that's her, Billy Ray Brandt. Which sounds country as hell, but it's not. She's pretty attractive. No, she's a cutie pie. Yeah, but the fact she's like literally just like being like slutty and evil for the whole fucking movie is just like yeah i'm on board those are my favorite types i know i'm aware if she had black hair and was pale you'd be extremely oh, down. Oh, yeah oh you'd my be God. extremely down i would I, I would let her do some weird shit so but yeah, yeah. i wouldn't feel bad but like i said she was the she's not never done an acting role at all and she fucking absolutely killed it in this fucking movie um so it was fun. Uh, I mean, I had to sign up for a fucking year of Daily Wire plus to fucking do this because they tricked people. Mm. So it used to be you could sign up for a month at a time. But they said, well, people are joining to watch the movie, so we'll give them 50% off, but they got to sign up for the whole year. It's like, well, I mean, if they come out so with more shit. That's, been, that's a, a thing that's... Well, I know um, there's 
a well it's not just jujitsu it's grappling it's called flow grappling and they'll tell you a price they'll say oh it's this much per month Mm. so you're thinking okay well i'll just go sign up for it monthly Mm. like let let me go do that but it's for a whole fucking year never give you the option to To, like there's no option at all for yes the monthly so you have to sign up for that one year and you know i I think they've gotten in some trouble for that recently yeah but you know, there was a, you know, someone did an interview. They're basically saying, look, we are made for the hardcore fan, not the casual fan. Yeah. Like the hardcore fan that loves grappling, whether it be wrestling, jujitsu, sambo, judo, whatever. We're going to provide that for you. But you need, you know, this is for the hardcore fan, not the casual. And I'm like, okay, well, I, I get what you're saying. I don't know. You, you, you know, you'd get money from me. Like if you just let me do it monthly. Like you probably make make a little more money, uh, yeah. just especially with people that have to sign up monthly and then forget that they have the subscription. Oh, and, yeah, of course. Because you know, that's happened with me with you know plenty of apps. We were just talking about having to purge some apps now because it's like, well, what are we not using right now? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit that we're not using. The only app that I consistently watch is Peacock, Shutter, and now that we've got the ESPN figured back out again. Regular oh, yeah. ESPN, not ESPN Plus. That shit is dumb. ESPN Plus is retarded. So mm, yeah. it's like I could watch all this. Like I could watch the Delaware Blue Hens play basketball. Oh well, you I know, mean, with the ESPN fucking Plus. they're due this year, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? They they should win a game, hopefully. Um, like I, I was baffled to. by that, but I can't. Like, but the thing is, I can't watch like regular ESPN on ESPN Plus. So if I want to watch what, what, like what about the, the Monday night game. Is the O2 no, available? No, not at all. That's that's what makes me even madder. It's like by the way, are available. By it's, the way, it, the joke in Dodgeball was that ESPN Ocho is the fucking ESPN that takes all the really fucking weird sports, right? I swear to God, I mm-hmm. watched fucking professional cornholing on ESPN 8 one time. I was like, this is not happening. This is not oh, real yeah, fucking life. I, I was like, I mean, and no, also that's, super compelling. I, so I I was scrolling through. I actually caught it on regular ESPN, not even yeah. Ocho. It was on regular ESPN, and I, I fucking lost my mind because being a grappler and, you know, I know jiu-jitsu isn't always the most interesting if you're in the gi, especially. It can be really slow, and it's not particularly built for the casual. No gi more so than anything. Yeah. They're just like, okay, we can't get jiu-jitsu on here. We can't get jiu-jitsu in the Olympics, but we got fucking cornhole. Mm-hmm. We got breakdancing in the Olympics. Yeah. Come on, son. But I mean, like, American, my face d- but there's shit. the American Cornhole Association, which 100% sounds like yeah. an offshoot Garth Brooks song. <clears throat> if it's not, it should be. And look, cornhole's fun uh, and all, but good Lord, the professional one was ridiculous. Now, I will say, so real quick, what is your favorite not normal sport to watch unironically. Hey, jiu-jitsu. Okay, that's <laughs> but that's mainstream now. That's not it's something that uh, most people really. wouldn't bother to watch. Okay. Most fine. people wouldn't bother to watch jiu-jitsu. Fine. I'll give you um, I'll give you that, but I was thinking like sport sport. That's yeah, more of a combat sport. It's a sport. I, I, yeah, I, call it, I, I mean poker it's lumped in. I did say combat like, sport. sport. No, poker's a fucking game. That's bullshit. Uh, poker- well, no, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, I mean, th- there's a difference between athletic sport and like 
competitive, like competition. Yes, that's why it was still competing. Yeah. Which, I mean, I I hate that that breakdown, too, because it's like, well, poker should be on ESPN. The fuck out of here. No, the World Series of Poker should have its own channel, let's be honest. Uh, But I was getting at is more more, uh, obscure. They're not even super obscure, but like just shit. I really enjoy watching curling. Like, unironically. So I I I was going to bring curling up because... There's a curling uh, uh, gym arena out here because it, it's like probably 20 minutes from here. And we talk about it all the time. Like, yo, you want to go curling? I, I, I don't want to go curling. I, I would. But I will watch it. I want to. I will watch people. I will. If you in a group of people go like to the curling arena, I'll mm-hmm. go watch you guys. Yeah. I don't want to do it. There, there's I'm sure there's a gym somewhere in Texas that probably does curling, but it's hot as fuck down here. So pretty sure we're not doing a whole lot of ice sports. Um, like we even covered a hockey locally. We, we gave up our only hockey team in Houston for some stupid fucking reason. Um, and we gave them up when we were pretty good at it, too. That was pretty bad. Um, but like curling, I used to watch as a joke because it was and then I, I get so fucking hyped watching it. It was like it's like a weird combination of fucking bowling and shuffleboard and like the the sheer intensity and once you re- like learning the rules is a pain in the dick though it's just like okay wait how does this count how do we how do we do this but also in a way it's like cornhole because you have like two things in the same ring it cancels each other out so actually in that way it's like cornhole too uh so it's kind of funny i was just yeah. like i was like i don't know why it's so fun to watch but when that shit was on during the olympics i was like i'm watching every fucking game it's like i don't care who's winning i'm just enjoying watching it's like this is fucking fun oh yeah and like we went out i don't even remember where we were like we went to some restaurant and the shit was on it's like i'm glued to the tv the whole time and she's trying to talk to me i was like shut up curling is on <laughs> i would go though curling if i come visit in, and there's um, curling happening i'm going Hey, show up! Like we'll make it happen. We'll, we'll, we'll make we'll, it, we'll, we'll make it a a, a team a team building events. Look, we'll go get some beers and um, go watch some curling. We'll be, we'll be some uh, some uh, rowdy curling fans. <laughs> but that's the thing too. It's like it, it, it's like something like that for me at least. I feel like you gotta allow me to have some beer. You oh, can't expect me to come in there and go curling and and do this sober with a straight face. But that's the thing too. I feel like. And I look, I, I know I was this guy when it came to jujitsu. It's like take my sport serious, don't disrespect it, da da da. Yeah. I'm sure there are guys that are that are like doing curling yeah. and they're fucking hardcore serious about the shit. And I'm yeah. like, settle down. I <laughs> I think it was I think it was on Mike Rowe's channel, I believe, you know, because he still does not quite dirty jobs, but he does other stuff like that too. I mean he still is doing dirty dirty jobs. But he also does like somebody's got to do it, and then he also just tours. And I think he did a yeah, he definitely did a curling team thing. He actually went to go see how it works and all that stuff, and like competed a little bit. And he was being beat by like a fourteen year old girl. It was pretty fucking good. Like cause she's been doing it literally her whole fucking life, and he'd never bothered to even uh, throw a stone. Um, but it's just something about it. I don't know why. It's just like I'm fucking enjoying this. It's like there's there's something about the sheer pres- precision of it. I'm just like, I don't know. It's like darts and all this other kind of shit. It's like you you get some like legit dart players. They're stupid yeah. fucking intense. You know, like professional pool gets fun to watch sometimes, but then like it's almost like mm, no, there needs to be like 
fucking honky tonk music and it's got to be smoky in here i'm not there's like i need the atmosphere for pool it's like just watching someone just go out there and fucking run a table it's like well well you fucked up the break the other person wins it's like that kind of shit you know I mean, if, if jeanette lee is playing i'm I'm definitely gonna tune in okay you know, for, unlike okay. Good, uh asian broad but i mean everybody loves a black widow but you know it is what it is absolutely yep i mean she was fantastic in her prime. my life kid I'm sure she's still good, but uh, she's yeah. not. I don't. I think she's retired, isn't she? Or at least from the competition side. Yeah, she's retired. Yeah, because she was. Mm-hmm. I've seen her. I've seen her doing regular and then tricks and all that stuff. And tricks is fun, but you just know they're destroying the fucking table and the cues as they fucking do that shit. Um, yeah, it's fun. Don't no, watch, they, watching a... people break physics is great, but uh... they, they're like you know there are those sports where it's like. I, I think anything where someone gets really, really fucking good, like you mentioned darts. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, someone that's just that fucking good at it. It's like, I'm fascinated. Mm-hmm. I love seeing people get really good at something because I want to figure it out. I want to know, like, you know, you know, your regimen. How did you get here? How did mm-hmm. you get there? Um, and I always say that when, when I think about, you know, martial arts and if you get a black belt in something like a legit black belt, it's no different than, you know, you, you went to college, you got a degree. It's like if you got a degree here, that means you got the aptitude and the patience and, and, and the, the drive to go get a degree here as well. The same thing with a black belt. It's like, okay, you're a black belt in judo. Okay, you turn around and get a black belt in jiu-jitsu. You turn around, now you're a fucking expert dart thrower. You turn around, now you're a fucking expert bow hunter. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like it's, it's like when, when you're dialed in like that. I get fascinated by people get dialed into things like that. And, and and the thing is, for me, I can't. It's like as much as I love jujitsu, I don't take it to the extreme where I'm breaking my body anymore. If if this were fifteen or twenty years ago, maybe. Yeah. I'm I'm forty five. I, I you know I'm not that dedicated to physically <laughs> doing it, but I love watching, you know, my teammates going out there and killing it. And then I love going to you know train with them and and and, and you know spar with them, just to see because it's like look, this motherfucker just went out there and won a world title. Yeah. Let me roll this bitch. Oh, yeah. They, okay, yeah, that's legit. <laughs> like, you know, it's not like I'm just some regular straight off the street. You know, I, I I know how to grapple. I know what they're going for. I know how to counter it. And it's like, oh nope, they decided I'm going to make you do what I want you to do. Right, you are a legit world champ. Yeah, like you know that you know go up against a wrestler. Same deal. Like oh, you're a D one wrestler. Yeah. Oh fuck, I guess you are. Oh, yeah. So when they can demonstrate their craft, yeah, it's fantastic. Well, that, that reminded me because yeah. especially when you mentioned like martial arts, it reminded me of Kyodo, if you know what that is. Um, that's the Japanese archery martial arts, where they have like the big fuck off bow and that shit. Yeah. Like to that shit. Like if you ever watch the sword, the sword making in the slicing competitions, it's like that level mm-hmm. of shit. Especially when it's when it's like the legit stuff and like when there's a failure because you get judged on every little thing like your technique the release the aim all of that shit and if you fail by like a millimeter compared to your previous shot it is literally like a fucking gut punch and like watching the precision that people have to do for that shit is nuts like if you watch the dudes like half the time they won't even have their pulling arm out like it's inside their fucking robes and then like they do the whole thing where they like pull the robe out and it's got to fall exactly right and like then they got to do the shit i was like it's a show 
but it's also incredible use of technique in every aspect of it. Like your steps, your breathing, all that shit. Like archery already takes a lot, but like for something that's been around for, I don't even know how many hundreds of years, you know, in this case, uh, I'm sure it tells me right here that it probably started in like the 1600s. Nope. I'm way wrong. Um, (laughs) it's probably 12th century, give or take. Um, so I was off by a little, um, but then also that, like I said, with the sword making, you know, when they do the katana competitions and shit like that, and like, they don't cut as many fucking, uh, bamboo shoots or, uh, or sugarcane or whatever it technically is. And like, or the fucking thing breaks in the middle of a slice. And like, it is literally like, well, there went my money for the fucking year. Cause I had to win this competition. It was like, yeah. you think forged in fire is some bullshit. It's like, no, 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 go watch these dudes do the shit. And then you get some dude up there who's like 79 and he's literally spent three and a half months making this sword. And he gets up there and literally does the fucking anime thing. and just goes, and then watch everything fucking fall down. You're like, Calm down, Hattori Hanzo. Let's leave some for the rest of us. <laughs> it's like, holy fuck. I like shit like that because it, like, I like shit that is practical. You know, it's like, that could be, you know, when I say that, you know, it's like basketball. Yeah. I, you know, I like, I like some basketball. But it's like, okay, if you're really, really good at basketball, you're really, really good at basketball. Mm-hmm. Like, that's probably not going to come in handy somewhere else. No. Uh, if you're really good at football, you're really, really good in specific positions at football. It's probably not going to serve you much purpose in many other things. Yeah. You know, you know, outside of ideal of the quarterback, because quarterbacks tend to be decent leaders and field mm-hmm. generals. So, you know, yeah. there, there are elements there that will play out. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you think about something like this, it's like, okay, that, you know, that can serve you know, somewhere, you know, it's like from the outside view, it's like, mm, what, what are you ever going to use that for? It's like, it, 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 I'm sure that's going to have some some value. Well, the practicality you know, of building something outside. you can sell, not necessarily your skill in swinging the thing, but you made something that people will play well, look, thousands of dollars for. So, I mean, there's that. Well, just the idea of like being able to build something though, too, being able to craft yes. something. It's like, okay, like, like if you said to me, like let's say, like, you know, you you live in the area, and I'm like, oh, Shoki, you know, you want to come over and pot this weekend? Nah, dude, you know, I'm, I'm really, really working on something. I'm like, fuck, this dude never wants to fucking come over and fucking pot. He's like, do I smell? What the fuck? <laughs> and then I see, you know, what you've been working on. I was like, oh, oh yeah. my lord, like, much respect. <clears throat> you know, I, I don't. It better be something. I, I don't know. It's like there's. Rate. Well, I mean, even with like my teammates, it's like, hey, you know, can, are you able to record on a Saturday? Well, I can't because, you know, I'm training for a fight. Yeah. Okay. That's more important. Yeah. It's like, okay, I, you know, yeah, it's like you're, you're training. Yeah. And, and it's not just like, oh, you're training for a fight. Yes, you're going to go compete in a fight, but also compete in that fight, training in a fight. You know, if you encounter a situation out and about, chances are you, you're going to probably avoid the fight. But if you're forced to have to fight, you know, it's like, okay, that, that has a practical use. Yeah. You know, that's, that's defending your family, well, uh, yeah, you course. know, professional shooters, you know, you know, especially it's like, okay, you think, oh, that's just silly. You know, like, no, no, I mean, they're competing, but also again, that's a practical use. Yeah. Like I got to fuck somebody up. Yeah. That's the guy that's going to do like, it. Like being able, being able to draw and fire nine shots in less than four seconds. I mean, yeah, that's pretty fucking practical. Yeah. 
I mean, you hope to yeah. literally never have to use that, but when you can literally do that shit yeah. before the other person can blink, yeah, I mean, that's pretty fucking impressive. Um, I mean, like, yeah. anytime yeah. it's, like, the hunting skills and shit like that, like, either archery or long shooting or something like that, of course, you know, practical skills. Mm -hmm. But by then, you also know enough about the weapons you're using and stuff like that, so you can apply that knowledge to other purposes, you know, yep. selling or whatever, yeah, or podcasting, like Brandon Herrera or something like that, you know, the yeah. AK guy. Or uh, or some of the other uh, gun tubers, uh, <clears throat> but that's uh, what I always like joke about when when it comes to the ideal of like YouTube. Even though yes, I do a podcast, you know about martial arts and horror movies. I don't necessarily feel like I am well versed in those things, mm -hmm. but I know enough to engage with other people who might you know you know we can have an engaging conversation and it serves a purpose but then like whenever i think about the idea of like youtube videos and youtube content i'm like i don't know shit about shit to be able to you know <laughs> explain how to do something on youtube and somebody yeah. said you know what that video was useful most of shit if you look at my basement <clears throat> most of shit is held together by bubble gum mm -hmm. and bubble gum and prayers it's like you look at the fucking floating fucking floating shows on my wall they're leaning it's like, hmm, I don't think they're supposed to do that. Hmm. But when you put your figures on there, you tilt them just enough, it looks fine. When I take the pictures, I take them at a certain angle, it looks you perfect. Don't even, you don't even notice. If you, <laughs> you see that shit in person, you're like, yeah. like Sophie said it the other day. She was dusting and she looks at the wall. And she goes, Dad, that one shelf there's leaning really bad. It's like, no, baby, it's okay. It's okay. It'll Fuck be fine. my basement. Good. Thanks for dusting. I mean, like, yeah, that's. Get out of here, but I mean, I've gotten compliments like that over time, like, you know, doing my videos and stuff back when I was very prolific. And they're like, oh, man, it's like the, the level of quality and all this other stuff. I'm like, dude, I'm filming this on my phone with a like using a phone clip, a piece of wood and a shitty tripod. It's like with a fucking thing that I slapped together from fucking PVC and fucking bucket lights from Home Depot. And it was like. You don't have, it's like everybody thinks you got to spend $10,000 to fucking have a nice rig. It's like, I mean, things will look fucking fantastic at that point. But I mean, look how long Bobby's been using the same fucking camera up until recently. Yeah, he only recently got a brand new camera. And I asked him, I was like, don't you have like a good, a decent iPhone or something? And I was like, he's like, yeah. I was like, why not film with that? You already have it. It's right there. He's like, well, I like my camera. I was like, fair enough. I was like, <laughs> but it's like, it is what yeah. it is. I mean, he's finally coming into the modern era. Um, you know, so that's good. That's very good for, for Bobby to do that. Because even my very first review I ever did, I did on a fucking digital camcorder. It's like the only time I use that fucking camera, realistically. And then I got rid of it many years later because <clears throat> it just wasn't worth it. And then the fucking, you know, the Samsung phones, they're so goddamn good. You know, all you got to do is just get the fucking phone clips and a tripod. And in this case, an external fucking mm -hmm. microphone because my internal microphone died on me. Um, or got clogged up. Um, but uh, it's just like, it's just fucking, if you figure it out. I mean, like, the technology is there to get better at doing the YouTube. It's just, right now, the, be the best thing you can learn is fucking scraping your metadata together properly so that it gets hit everywhere that it should. I'm not great at that, you know, so my shit doesn't get seen as much as it should. Even when I try, um, I'm still not good at it, you know. Um I force gumped my way into that too. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how this shit happens, but it works. And I, I think for me, what it is is like I just connect to the right people. Yeah. And it feeds off of them, and then it all works out. Whereas, because yeah. people ask me, it's like, well, how'd you get to this number? It's like I don't 
I honestly don't know. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I wasn't trying. I was just doing. And and that's what I've been telling Steve right now. He he's stressed about the TikTok views for Kalompton. He's yeah. like, well, they say they say do this and they say don't do that and they say do this. I was like, dude, fuck what? Who who is they? Did TikTok tell me that? Who is TikTok? Who is they, they though? Like, yeah, who's they? Because <laughs> like, I don't know. Like we we've got some internal conflict when it comes to like my advice because it's like motherfucker i got 134,000 followers yeah. like on on one thing and like that's let's not factor in the 30,000 on the other things like i think i might be able to help get mm. you moving yeah but like don't ask me like fine points like this this and that but it's like look i can get the ball rolling <clears throat> yeah it's just a matter of like what do you do once the ball is rolling you've got to be able to keep that momentum going i'll get you I'll get you to the dance. Yeah. But you got to dance. Yeah. But you got to pick up the so, bitch. Um, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, but what was I going to say? There, there was uh, something to that, though, um, too, when it comes to, like, you know, the content creation. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, just uh, YouTube and period, like you're saying, um, you know, with the devices that we're using. I mean, like, yeah, I have, uh, I don't even know what Samsung I have, but I have a Samsung phone. And I, you know, I've I've made, you know, a couple uh, clips here and there. For me, I, I think what gets into my head when it comes to any content creation is I see other creators doing these cool things. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And then again, you find out the time behind the scenes that it took. Yeah. Because like, okay, that's a 15 second video, but that 15 second video took them an hour and a half to fucking yeah. put together. <clears throat> Meanwhile, you know, I'm over here. It's like, well, why can't I make it happen so quickly? It's like, no, you it's gonna take you forever, whether it be trying to splice together the scenes yep. and make it look flawless, or you know, however it's gonna go. But you know, you look at again the shit that I have here, I have like uh, you know, uh, uh, I make things work, mm-hmm. and there's uh this podcast on uh they're on instagram basically i guess they were interviewing somebody on the podcast and they're basically saying they tell everybody not to do a podcast because they're like because the amount of money that we put into this podcast i mean we put you know tens of thousands of dollars into this podcast and and it looks nice it looks fine yeah but i'm like dude why i i put $75 $75 into mine initially to start off. I mean, right now, if you ask me, you know, how much I've spent in total, I mean, it's probably still under a thousand. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's like, you know, like you said, you know, there are guys are like, Hey, we got to have all this stuff in, you know, you know, fucking rigs and, and fucking lights, cameras and action and all these big things. It's like, no, sometimes just, just be authentically you. Yeah. Fucking put your fucking camera phone up, get a ring light and and just start from there. And sometimes there's some people that just stay with that. Yeah. You know? and, and it works. There's some folks that they want to grow and expand and say, hey, let's go outside and do some shit. Okay. Now you're going to get a little bit more squirrely, get some drones and, and get wild. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, like just, if you just if, do you, baby, if you got the time and the drive, you can make it happen. It's like, but if you got the money off of that, then, well, you already got a head start over everybody else. It's like, so, I mean, it just is what it is. I mean, like, that's one thing that that sucked about the 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 area I was in with the Gundam stuff on YouTube. 
was like I was jumping in late to the party and yeah, I was growing very quickly, but I couldn't compete with people who were in Japan and Korea who could get the shit day of of release. You know, I got to wait at least two to three weeks before I could even remotely get a hit my hands on the shit. And like those guys already have like thousands upon thousands of subscribers. They get the shit immediately. And then sometimes you can have a single video that goes insanely viral and then that's all you need. And then you're good to go forever after that. You know, there was one, um, and I don't remember what the name of the channel was anymore. They had a single video that did like 45,000 views in like two days. And it was only like their sixth video ever, but it was like a really good thumbnail. They put it out at the exact right time. And then that channel just exploded from there. They went from like 1,500 subscribers to like 200,000 subscribers in like a year off of a single video, basically. And it's like, so sometimes you just get lucky. Yeah. You know, realistically, but like when it comes to podcasting, yeah, it helps to, I mean, if you're just, if you're just doing a nonchalant, like we're doing here, then yeah, you don't need to spend much money on it. I mean, you're going to have to get certain equipment and stuff like that, or an app at bare minimum, you know, and uh, if you're going hardcore, some editing software, which can be free or not, you know, some people just have bullshit editing software on their phone and they just do the thing, you know? Uh, some people spend a fuckload of money on Adobe and then, you know, they're using it every other day. So make sure they get their money's worth, you know. Um, well, and that's that's always my concern is like if I'm going to spend my money on something, it's like, how do I make sure I get my money's worth? Yeah. Also, my attention span. Mm-hmm. How do I how do I make sure I care enough in a month that it is worth my money? Because yes. I do have a tendency to. You know, jujitsu and and podcasting might be the things that I've held on to the most in terms of like sticking with it. Most things, football, but I mean, even football, you know, like we just talked about the other night. It's like I've actually fell out of love with football for a minute. And now I'm back to enjoying it. But basketball, when Steve was talking about basketball last night, I was like, I'm going to be honest. I don't care anymore. Like, I don't I don't give a fuck about that. Like I've moved on from basketball, you know, and I think part of it is I don't play it anymore. Also, um, we talk about athletes who don't like, you know, they, they do it because they're getting paid, but there are a lot of athletes that don't actually really like the sport that they're playing. Oh yeah. But they are getting paid. So, but, um, you know, when, when I look at like, you know, again, we're just nonchalantly like podcasts. I mean, you know, it's like, we're not like, Hey, we're doing this, you know, to pay our bills. You know, we're, we're doing this legit for funsies. Yeah. You know, if money happens to come from it, cool. But we're not quitting our day jobs to do it, which, you know, again, on that note, you know, why spend a bunch of money? Whereas the guys who, you know, have that one specific podcast, I believe it's called Jiu-Jitsu Dummies. <laughs> um, I mean, their brand, you know, you know, good for them. But I think also going into it, though, they, that's what they're seeking out to do, though, too. They're yeah. like, look, we need to create a brand. Whereas BJJ Wiki accidentally became something again it's like things just started rolling but i think part of what that was was just me being like interactive with people and being like cool with people it's like when people say something shitty I'm like okay cool yeah <laughs> like like I'm, I'm sorry you feel that way but i'm gonna keep making my content or i'm gonna keep reposting content and i'm also gonna credit the person who who it came from originally and i think that's what really brought people in they're like okay this dude is you know really for the community yeah and that's how the community built around me versus like there are people they're like well i want to do that we'll do it like 
There's, there's not much to it. Just do it. Just, just be, just, just be cool. Do the thing. Just be cool. Just go do the thing. Yeah. You know, ask questions of other people who are doing the thing, and if they're cool, they'll help you out. You know, it's like yeah. if if the, there should be no gatekeeping in this shit, and I feel like that's the biggest thing. It's like, no, 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 my fame is mine. You can't come close to this. And I encountered that myself a couple times. Basically, it was like whenever I wanted to interview uh, certain certain uh, YouTubers and stuff like that, they were kind of you know they found out that you know I didn't have a big numbers and shit like that. They're like, no, no, you're not big enough for me to bother with. And there's other people where I ask for help, you know, or promotion. Be like, hey, I'm doing this charity gig. Would you promote it on your channel? And they're like, sure. And then they literally take two seconds to fucking talk about it. I was like, that's not what I meant. I meant like fucking talk about it like do a tiny bit of research and go hey this is a good cause i've got this huge audience go check this out like no literally oh by the way this is a thing and then move the fuck on like what what your what's your thing i was like oh that's that that's not what i meant but i mean like thanks for the effort and i'm like okay thanks little guy pat on the head You know, like, oh, look at him. He's so adorable. Yeah. Pat, pat. Yeah, that was that was one reason why I, I quit doing the charity stuff is like because I was sinking more money into it than than was coming about. And because my channel was shrinking at the time and other people were just like new shiny. I was like, let's go. Let's go find the new shiny. Let's not bother with this shit. Like the the most profitable year that I ever had with the, with the charity gig was, I think, the second year. And that's because like we did a lot of promo for it, and it was it was a good good cause and a fun punny name, uh, which always you know helps. Um, and then from there on, it just it just kept falling off. I'm just like I'm I'm done doing. It's like it's like at this point, I'm just not going to bother. It's just not getting anywhere. It's like I've got the the two or three diehards, but the one year, it's like a le- legitimately like spending money on the prizes cost me more money than I got in the fucking first place. From the charity, it's just like and I don't mean me. I mean like donations, like because it was one hundred percent went to yeah. the thing. And it's like, nope, I'm done. It's like it's, it's like if it's gonna drop off this bad, I'm not gonna bother. And then not gonna get any, any help from other people at this point. It's like I would do anything to help anybody if they're asking me for it. You know, like if you came to me and you're like, hey, how do I use this thing to make this thing? And I'd be like, okay, well do this and whatever and you know if i gotta pull up a video and fucking show you how to do the thing or it's like i'll fly to maryland i'll show you how to fucking do it um a little excessive but you know it could happen it's like i need a vacation <laughs> thanks for being my excuse <laughs> yeah just heard, heard. there'd be a knock at the door it's like yeah. what the fuck's that my what the fuck yeah <laughs> like here i, I brought all the equipment here, here i brought all the equipment this. let's show you how to do this shit i mean i've done it before but not that far i mean i've driven to houston to do such a thing but i've not you know flown to another state with equipment um yeah. That's when I turn to sales like, hey, you're going to need to uh, make a little bit more extra uh, uh, chicken pot pie, baby. Oh, fuck like, yeah. Let's get some chicken pot pie like, going. Uh, homemade, yo, she just made homemade chicken pot pie on, uh, was it last night? Oh, yeah, last night. Ooh. God, dude, it's so good. We get it. I think she does it. If we're lucky, we get it three times a year. Yeah. Um, But it's because, so, you know, winter months. So, you know, it's so fucking good, dude. Um. Homemade crust but or store in I've been, I've been home, homemade. Okay, homemade. I'm just I'm just asking. Sometimes um, you got a shortcut. <laughs> nobody, no, 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 no. Because nobody so, got time to be making do, dough. Son, we do. <laughs> when I do my apple crisp, it's all all from scratch. Ooh. When I do my peach cobbler, all from scratch. But every so often, uh-huh. I might go get uh, the the mix just to just to you know fucking save time. Yeah. But you know when it comes to like bacon, like we're all 
all scratch. Like, if we do a cake, I mean, it's yeah, a cake is a cake. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not fucking around with all that yeah. shit. Just go get some fucking, you know, Duncan Hines and fucking throw the shit in the fucking oven. Yeah. You'll, you'll be all right. Is, is, is it yummy? Yeah. All right, fuck off. Now, the, the real question is, are you using lard at all in your cooking? So Sarah was using lard for the um, chicken pie pie. I was going to ask. Yeah. Uh, last night when she made it, she I, it was, she used butter. Okay. And and but, real butter's not it, bad. It, it's just... actually. It, it was fine. It, yeah. it tastes. It it, it it still worked. It was real good. Yeah. The lard though, it, it's like there, there's it's, a. It's different. There, the, yeah. There's a little. There, so I, I think why she decided to switch. She wanted to see how she felt with like with heartburn and stuff like that. Sure. 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 Um. And I think I, it sounds like she's fine. I I felt fine. I didn't have any uh heartburn or anything. So I was like, all right, it tastes good. No heartburn. Maybe we'll stick with this. But. Um, to me, it's like get yeah, some privacy and power like, through. <laughs> it's like no, it's worth well, it. And fuck and it. That's how it used to be. Yeah, just yeah. That's that's what it was. It was like yeah. I would eat half the pan. Yeah, like just just deal with the pain. Yeah. You'll be all right. And, and but so I, for anybody who doesn't know, the reason why McDonald's fries used to be so fucking good is because McDonald's fries used to be cooked in lard. Now they're cooked in what hydrogenated yeah. bullshit oil. Um, so, uh, dude, I'll tell you what though. Um, I got some uh, wagyu beef tallow to as mm. cook as cooking solution, and I've been using it in places I wouldn't have thought to use it, um, like in the bedroom. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but like, I actually like I made spaghetti the other night, right? You know, I'm not, I'm not going hardcore. I'm buying fucking sauce in a can, and whatnot, or in a jar. But when I did the when I made the meat, I threw I oiled the pan with the fucking wagyu beef tallow so i just took run-of-the-mill fucking 80 20 and i fried the fucking meat in badass beef tallow and i'll tell you what even after like a couple of days of it being in the fridge like just eating the meat alone without like everything else a whole lot it tasted better than if you had just done all that and also i didn't drain the fucking i didn't drain the grease out of it i just fucking stirred that bitch in it's like because it so always tells you that's how I used to do it. Yeah, just I mean, mix it. yeah, just mix it in really good. But then also, I add I add butter once I put the sauce in with the meat and like I get it to like after mm-hmm. it simmered for a bit, I toss butter in there. And it's like, yeah, it fucking makes it a little richer. Also, throw in a little, tiny bit of MSG just for the fun of it because I've also learned how good MSG is on things. Thanks to Uncle Roger. Um, if you don't watch <laughs> Uncle Roger on YouTube, you fucking need to. You'll learn about the the best white powder out there. Um, and I'll tell you what, dude. I put some fucking MSG. Depends on what party you're at. Yep. Well, I mean, nobody's snorting MSG, but you could. Uh, it might sting. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, you don't know what to do on the weekends. I mean, true. But like, I made like because I've got all kinds of Asian Asian condiments in the fridge and stuff like that. So like. I'll, I'll I'll zhuzh up some tuna mix, you know, with some pickles and some fucking kewpie mayo and some fucking garlic garlic chili oil and shit like that. And I'll just fucking throw a sprinkle of fucking MSG in there. I was like, yeah, this is fucking good shit. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. The best fried chicken I've made so far was in, like, 80% beef tallow, 20% butter. And I had fucking MSG and everything. You know, I did, did the fucking chicken in the, in the fucking buttermilk and all the seasonings and shit like that and i yeah. seasoned the fuck out of the thing 
oh my god, those sandwiches were so goddamn good. I was like, the only way it could have been better is if I had slightly better buns. They were already good brioche buns, but it could have been slightly better. Maybe it could have gone potato roll. Maybe. No. There's, yeah. there's a there's a there's a balance there to be struck between a good Martin's potato roll and a fucking brioche bun. Like there's 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 something you can do there. Um, because most I prefer burgers to be on a brioche bun for the most part, but with chicken sandwiches, I mean you can do a lot. You know, if you got some good sourdough laying around, it'd be good too, depending on the sandwich. Um, um, but MSG. I've been trying to convince Sarah to do you know some cooking stuff on YouTube. Yeah, because it's like it's like yo, you can cook your ass off, and and like you're super detailed about what you do. I mean, just you know, set the camera up. We got, we have all the equipment yeah. to do it. You could have it's a like, at, at it's, home it's, cooking show. Yeah, but she she's just been like, well, because of the the nature of her job, mm-hmm. her her current contract is about to end this week. Mm-hmm. So she, I think she says she's going to take next week off just with Christmas and everything. Yeah. So I'm gonna see if I can nudge her a little bit. It was like, look, we got some free time. Let's like shoot a few videos and just see where it goes. Yeah. I mean, for the kitchen, not, you know. Yeah, that, the that, other videos. Are that's not for too, distribution. But that's for the Patreon. No, I mean, only fans. I mean, the I, only know, fans. I got fucking gas is high. Eggs is high. So, you know, I got I got to pay for things, dude. Yeah, eggs. The Marvel are... Legends are going up in price. So, <laughs> yeah, we talked about that before. But, uh, but fewer um, accessories. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but I'll tell you, though, if you haven't, uh, I'll send you the link to that beef tallow because only like 25 bucks for a fucking big ass thing of it on Amazon. Um, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Dude, I never thought to fry chicken in beef fat. <laughs> I was, I was like, it, it's stupid good. I mean, like, I was gonna buy the lard because also you can fry chicken in lard, and it's also really fucking good. But like, but with the but yeah. like, but with the fucking butter, like it was half butter, half fucking, or not half, but you know, it was close enough 70, 70 30, 80, 20 fucking butter and and fucking beef tallow, and then like I fucking drained it. Oh, I'm sorry, no, 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 not beef. I'm sorry, not butter. It was peanut oil and beef tallow. So that shit was really fucking good. Hopefully nobody's like peanut oil is v- much better for frying stuff than than other things, but it does fucking heat up Sometimes fast. You got to power with the allergies. Sometimes I mean like fucking take some Benadryl and then have you some fucking Chick Fil A, you know? Because they use that's what I tend to do. Yeah, because they use they use and see that's also part of the key to Chick Fil A. They use peanut oil and they actually use MSG in their fucking mm-hmm. breading. So it's good fucking shit. So it was peanut oil and beef all. tallow. That's what it was. Fucking peanut oil is stupid expensive. I think I paid sixteen bucks for the small bottle I had. It was like a wine bottle size, like. But it was like it was like twenty four for like a jug of peanut oil. Like you would fry a turkey or something. I'm like, I don't need that much. I'm not frying that much. And then if I have that much, I'm going to use that much. That's the way I look at it. But I tell you what, I've I did reuse I it twice. I did reuse it twice, and like it it actually. Like was cleaner than normally when I do like vegetable oil because vegetable oil gets a little gross after you fucking use it a couple times, yeah. even if you filter it. But the peanut oil, for some reason, even with the beef tallow in there, it fucking held up through two fryings. I'm trying to think. I think we use vegetable mm-hmm. oil at the uh, one restaurant we worked at. Mm-hmm. Um, the peanut oil I mean, smells better when it's from, yeah. Because vegetable oil, yeah. once it, it gets in your nose after a while, and it's just like, I'm tired of fucking smelling this. I was like, but there's, I just, I don't know what it was, but I've, next time I fry chicken, I've got to make sure I buy more peanut oil because 
Fuck me, that was good. Mm-hmm. I, I need like a legit like cast iron like Dutch oven to fucking fry stuff in. Like I'm using like just a deep fucking nonstick pan, which definitely should not be doing frying things, but it's easy. But also that peanut oil heated up so fucking fast, I was scared. I was like, oh fuck! It's like it's like I'm sitting here trying to make fries, and the fries are gonna be in there for like 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh shit! It's like peanut oil is already up to temp. It's like let me fucking tweak this shit in my stupid ass electric oven. I need a fucking grill. Nice. I almost grill. burned down my um, well, not my home, but whatever home I was living in as a kid. Yeah. Because I was curious, because there's a pot of oil mm. on the stove. And I wanted to know if it boiled like water, so I turned it on. But I was also a little kid, so I got distracted and started watching cartoons and forgot. Yeah. Well, it definitely boiled. I'm sitting there and. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. That's one way. Over. And I remember sitting and looking, and I saw flickering on the wall. Yeah. And I went into the kitchen and saw a big-ass flame. Fortunately, this was not, like, th- this was one of the times that someone w- was actually home with us. Yeah. I went upstairs and woke my uncle up because he, he worked nights. He was a stripper. So I went upstairs also, whoa, banging whoa, whoa, on no, the no, door. No, 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 go back. Up. Go back. Go back. Your uncle was a stripper. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to go across, you know, the over to Canada and strip. No shit. Now he, t- now he teaches ballroom dancing. So, you know, there's a path there somewhere. Uh, okay. But okay, I'm, I'm like, gonna be. Fortunately, <laughs> I, I'm actually gonna try to get him off the mats. I, I do want to talk about his story. That sounds fun. I was like, so you went from a, a male stripper in Canada to a ballroom dancer instructor and and competition and stuff walk me through this yeah i I need to know through the decades because i was a kid yeah i was i was a kid i didn't understand i I, you know i I remember them like always like they would have these like flashy like you know sequins suits and shit Mm -hmm. and it's like i just remember always seeing them like you know get the suits in you know hanging them up and it's like what the fuck is this shit like who goes out in sparkly clothes (laughs) and he's like oh who goes now out? With, who it. goes out with sparkly, sparkly uh, skin? That isn't a vampire. It's like what the fuck is this Twilight? This motherfucker shimmering. Um, I should not. Have, that was all I had to add there. I should have not Amazoned peanut oil because now I'm gonna fucking be buying like a gallon of fucking peanut oil. I've been buying just nonsense on Amazon like every day since last something. Um, since last something I like that it's just at some point I've been doing the thing I don't know when it started but every day there's been a delivery and today because I was on Amazon while the the guys were bowling or no they no they were we didn't go bowling today we went bowling on Friday but I bought a bunch of shit but then oh I think it was just at lunch I just started ordering shit so that shit should be here in about an hour and then um I got, you know, I grabbed a couple action figures because they had tons of accessories. There was a Black Widow uh, in her gray suit with tons of accessories. And then the Doctor Strange, both the prices had dropped, tons of accessories. So I was like, let me just get these things now because yeah. why not? Oh, okay, let's see here. What's that? That's a message. That's is that, that my delivery or is that my wife telling me, that was fucking me. get up here? Oh, no, that's you. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> no, that's Shoki. Yep. Sending me Amazon shit. So now I'm yeah. just going to go back to Amazon and yeah, buy more go. shit. 
But get that uh, beef tallow. Sarah's tallow. gonna be like, what the fuck? Yeah, get that fucking beef tallow. <laughs> That's what I sent you was the link to the beef tallow. Because oh, while I'm, while I'm fucking scrolling, dude, I you know I didn't think it would last as long as it did, but it fucking did. It's still going. It's fucking good shit. Actually, you know what's funny is why my screen just go black. Uh, because your your camera's been uh, fucking frozen for a while. I just didn't say anything. Well, I, I saw it, that it did it yesterday too. Yeah, it's like it's just it, running it, out of it ramp. kept the recording going. Yeah. So I just said, okay, we'll keep going. Um, I know that guy's messaging about his episode not coming out yet, so I'll reply to him. Uh, the the someone sent me a movie to review, uh, for the podcast, mm-hmm. the horror podcast, and actually, um, that's the name of the company. Um. Uh, hold on, let me see. Yeah, is, is that it? Hold on. Let me look at look. Yeah, that's the name of their their company. Wag Wag Goo. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Well, when they sent me the message, I was like, this is some bullshit. But then they actually sent me all the links to the movie and behind the scenes. I was like, okay, the movie is boring, but I'm gonna watch it again, make sure that it was boring. I might have just been tired. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. It's like, Um, was I tired of that movie? Suck. I think the movie was interesting, but I think I was just sleepy. So I told her, look, I'm going to watch it again, take some notes, and then uh, get it to Phil and Joe, make mm. them watch it. I want to sit down and talk about it yeah. and move on with our lives. Yeah. Oh, by the way, the same brand so, yeah, I sent you, they do. That's all I got. Yeah. The same brand that I sent you, they do like a bucket of lard as well. But they also have uh, like spray Wagyu beef tallow. So you can just do it like Pam spray instead of having to buy the whole fucking bucket, you know? That's pretty interesting. It's like, who knew that I needed a spray bottle of Wagyu beef tallow? I mean, this start watching a channel all about steak. You learn things. Um, but all right. Yep. We are running out of time here. So it is all good. And like we rambled a bit, but it was still fun. Still didn't get to the main topic I wanted to, but that's okay. It was a heavy topic and we were having more fun than that. So I'd rather just do that. And that's okay. Another time, another time, little less, little less. It, it works out. Yeah, it worked out anyway. So, of course, Dante, thank you for coming to join me again. Um, I know you're busy, busy man, but I appreciate your efforts. You know, you've been, you've been, you've been here almost as much as any of my regular co-hosts have been this year. So it's good. I can make. I'm gonna keep making the joke every week until somebody fucking yeah. comes back to the goddamn show. So, guys, of course, if you want to write into the show, you can do so at nowyoumadeitawkwardmail at gmail.com, which is in the description down below if you want to write in with any questions, comments, or otherwise. But uh, basically, like, I, it sucks that we've basically been every two weeks recently. It just that's how life has worked out, unfortunately. Um, hopefully get back on our feet in the new year. December has been nuts. I mean, November was nuts, and December started out even more nuts. So, um but yeah, of course, uh, go go subscribe to Dante's podcast if you haven't heard them. I mean, give them a listen first and decide if you want to subscribe, you know, because, you know, I like the shows, but it doesn't mean you're going to like the shows. But if you like him here, you'll probably like him there. Um, lots, lots of fun insights in jokes and or making fun of Steve or making making uh, <laughs> Phil uncomfortable. So it's like depending on how you want to go about that. Why did that's I... my favorite? Yeah, yeah. It's like eventually you'll find a way to make me uncomfortable, but we'll see. Like you know, he's like you definitely know Phil better right now, so it is what it is. It's like I'm kind of I kind of roll with well, everything, so it's, I don't it's know. 
Yes. So, yeah. It's like I roll with everything, so it'll be fine. Like feels easy. Like it's easy <laughs> to make him uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, I won't tell you I won't tell you what my what my things are, so you'll have to find them the hard way. It's like and I'm, and I don't shy away from, from, from things. Like a lot of other people be like, No, that's untouchable. I'm like, let's go play there. It's like let let's like let's go over there and play and see what happens. And you're like, No, but, we yeah. can't do that. We can't fucking do that. Why? It's like because this is the internet and we're alive, so why the fuck wouldn't we? <laughs> It's like it's like we're here, we're alive. Let's go like, do the thing. It's it, it's yeah. It's like if the, if God didn't want us to have fun with the internet, he would not have let it be a thing. Yeah, I mean, he wouldn't have let Al Gore invent it. Supposedly, yeah. allegedly, yeah. <laughs> allegedly. All right, buddy. Good seeing you again. So we'll we'll uh, we'll talk. Oh, you got to send me the uh, the horror schedule for Thank next you. year. You got to send me that. Yep. So, all right, guys. So if I don't, um, send, I'll yep. send it on Messenger uh, tonight. Okay, cool. And uh, guys, uh, have a good Christmas. If we don't see you before then, or whatever holidays you might be enjoying, I believe Ricky was uh, doing some Hanukkah stuff uh, last night. So, good old Ricky and his faith. So, you know, shout out to all the Jews. What else are you supposed to do for Hanukkah? Oh, look, my wife is calling me. Good timing. Bye, everybody. Rolling up over black Cadillac, high heel boots and a sexy body full of tats. 